What's good, everybody? It's your boy Flock, and we are back yet again with episode three of Unfiltered Facts. Yes, indeed, man. Now, today is February the 2nd at the time of this recording. So, anything I say, you know, that happened prior to this or is happening after this is what it is, man. This is February 2nd on a Saturday. Uh, let me start off by saying big ups to all the platforms that we are now available on with this Unfiltered Facts podcast. Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Breaker, Radio Public. I don't think I forgot anything, but yeah, we are on all these platforms now. Only two ep- That was only after two episodes, yo. So I definitely appreciate the support with this one being three episodes in now. And if you would actually like to financially support the podcast, you can also do that on the Anchor app in the supporter tab. So big ups to all the people, man. It was a lot of views between those two episodes that I did. I honestly did not expect it, but I do greatly appreciate it. And it, it just furthers me. You know, it actually motivates me to furthermore do this. I think I finally gotten to my element, yo, doing this shit, man. Hopefully y'all continue to support this. I enjoy doing this more than I enjoy doing YouTube or almost anything else for that matter, except for just, you know, gaming, of course, for the, for the people that know me on that shit, on that tip. So um, <clears throat> what we're going to do is y'all know how I get down. Give y'all a quick disclaimer for those who are who are in the know or aren't in the know. Rather, let me take this sip of water for the working man real quick. Ah, For those of you who are um, new here, I do not pull any punches. I'm going to talk that shit. I'm going to hit y'all with some real life shit. I'm going to talk some sports. We're going to talk some music. We're going to talk some gaming. I'm going to hit y'all with a couple gems, a couple jewels, some shit you may have heard of. And I'm also going to throw in some shit at the end where I'm going to give y'all a movie recommendation. Now, it's going to be some unconventional movie shit. It's not going to be, I suggest you go watch Gone with the Wind because everybody said it's a classic. No, that's I'm going to hit y'all with some 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 shit. It may be some, some shit that y'all might think is only white people like. Y'all might think it's some shit that only black people like. Y'all might, I, I'm going to hit you with something. So be, be on the lookout for that. I'll probably say that to the end. But like I said, if you all are uh, sensitive, and stuff like that, this ain't the place for you. So trust me, y'all don't want to y'all don't want to rock with me like that. But if you do enjoy people hitting you with that real shit, then y'all stick around. I really think you're gonna enjoy this if you knew for all the returning people, man. I appreciate you coming through. I appreciate you sticking with your boy. And we in here, y'all. So <clears throat> let's get on with it. First off, I'm gonna start off with the sports because there's some stuff that hit us off guard. It's definitely some stuff that hit us off guard um, with this sports stuff. Now I'll start off with the with the obvious. Super Bowl, what is this? Fifty three. I ain't fuck these Roman numerals, bro. We gonna Super Bowl fifty three is this Sunday. It's the Patriots versus the Rams. Uh, it's in Atlanta. Um, my prediction, uh, real quick. I'm hoping the Rams win, uh, so JG can be less grumpy for at least a week. But uh, be real with you, I honestly think the Patriots going to edge it out. It may be a good game. I just hope it's a good game. Um, I actually have to work on Sunday, but I think when I get off work, they'll probably be, by the time I get home, they'll probably be in like the second quarter or some shit. So I'll be able to catch a little bit of it, and I'll pretend like I actually care about the Super Bowl this year, y'all. I'm sorry. It's just football just has not been doing it that much for me, man, the past couple years, man. But, you know, if the Ravens win, then I'm happy about that, but... For the most part, man, that's my prediction. Real quick on that, I think uh, I'll, I'll say I'll say the Patriots will win. I'll say uh, I'll say twenty. I'll say it'll be twenty-six to 
I'll say 26-21, maybe. Uh, I'll say 20. No, nah, I'm going to say it's going to be a close-ass game. It's going to – I'll say 26-20. I'll say 26-20. I'll just leave it. I'll say 26-20. All right. Um, Let's talk with this Anthony Davis, man. Trade talks, bro. This this is crazy. Um, He asked to be traded, saying that he wouldn't sign an extension. And he was also fined for publicly asking for a trade, which is a violation of the CBA collective bargaining agreement that they have. Um, my personal thoughts, uh, I think this is one of those things where, you know, the fans are going to feel some type of way. But it brings me back to kind of like, uh, not I don't want to bring LeBron into it because I know the Lakers are trying to get him and all that. But it, it does bring me to the LeBron thing where he's played in this, in this city which kind of like is a small market. New Orleans is not a big market. And he's not really gotten a great deal of help. And they actually had a good showing last year in the playoffs where they swept Portland in the first round, but they just weren't able to, you know, they just aren't able to turn a corner. They didn't, they, I think what really set them off was them not offering Boogie a, a, a contract. And to a degree, it, I can't really fault New Orleans for that because big men and Achilles injuries don't always end up well. And although Boogie is playing now, I mean, how much do you really need to lean on DeMarcus Cousins? He's playing on the Golden State Warriors. They were going to win with or without him. So it really doesn't matter. So I think that um, for him, he's 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 going through a lot playing with this team, man. He's been injured, you know, injury prone. We know that. But he is, let's be real, he is a top three NBA player in the league. I don't care what anybody says. I mean, overall player. We're not talking about the best shooter. We're not talking about the best this and the best. He's the he's probably the, the third best player in the league, like both ends of the floor. The third best overall player to me. I will say LeBron is number one, Kevin Durant number two, and I'll put Anthony Davis with number three. So that's just my personal opinion. You can agree with it or you can not agree with it. I don't give a shit. But um, <laughs> but that's just how I feel. Um, also, some stuff came about with um, his dad making comments, uh, saying that uh, I know Boston, Boston definitely um, is going to try to make a run at him. L.A. is, and his dad went on record by saying he doesn't want him to uh, go to Boston because of what what they did with uh, how they handled the Isaiah Thomas situation. And to that, I know some people are going to be like, yeah, you know, Isaiah Thomas – played for him he he was an all-star and he he came back from injuries sooner than he should have and his his sister got you know his sister got killed in a in an auto auto accident and he came back and played i'm gonna be real with y'all if isaiah thomas didn't come back and rondo didn't get hurt they would have lost in the first round to the bulls that's that's the fact anybody can say what they want they would have lost to the bulls had rondo even with isaiah thomas they would have lost to the bulls had rondo not gotten hurt but that's neither here nor there right now. But, you know, he, he came back and they just felt like he they didn't show him any loyalty because not only did they not pay him, but they traded him for Kyrie Irving. Now, some people may say, I mean, it, let's be real. The NBA is a business. And I don't really like when um, when family members start going public saying certain things because you're not the player. So it's cool to have your opinion on certain shit. But when you talk about stuff you don't really know, it's like, who knows? Like Isaiah Thomas was able to be that player because Boston allowed him to be that player. Because let's be real, what was Isaiah Thomas doing before he got to Boston? He was floundering in Sacramento. He couldn't fit in in, in Phoenix, so they shipped him off. You get what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, like 
come on man boston allowed they they designed that whole system to and to like kind of like accentuate his offensive ability and to hide his lack of defense you know what i mean that's what they really did like they they shadowed him boy so so good to to hide his defensive uh weaknesses and when he got over you see what happened when he came back and went to cleveland it was like, eh, it's looking kind of sketchy here. But, I mean, it is a business, and that's just what the NBA is. Like, y'all got to stop, you know. That's why I say when the players want to go somewhere, people can't be getting mad, burning jerseys and shit like that. No different than when players get traded and stuff like that, and they don't resign players. It's a business move. Like, some teams want to get younger. Some teams want to go in a different direction. I mean, if you're still good enough to play, you'll land somewhere, man. You're making millions of dollars, so... I mean, it's just fucked up because Isaiah Thomas, has he even played this year for Denver? I don't even think he's played a game yet. So, would you sign him for all that money? And he's, He only played a handful of games last year, and he still hasn't played this year? Like, you'd be, you be calling Boston stupid. You'd be calling him a bust, and Boston was stupid for giving him all that money had he done that. So, had they done that. So, you can't be mad at them. So, it, it appears that the Lakers, um, out of, the Lakers are the front runner and making this deal for Anthony Davis. They pretty much, at some point, they offer some some, some questionable players like Beasley and Rondo and then maybe Kuzma or something like that and a pick. Then they offered everybody damn near. It's like, I don't know, man. I just don't want to see, I don't want to see the Lakers do what the Knicks did to get Carmelo Anthony when they could have signed him out right the following season. He cried his way out of Denver and they gave up all the young core and bench players and stuff to get him along with picks. And then the Knicks still ended up never getting past, what, the second round since he was there. That, you just don't want to do that either. So if you're a Lakers fan, I know y'all are hella delusional. You really want to give up Lonzo Ball and all this other stuff. You see what happened when they got rid of D'Angelo Russell. He's about to play an all-star game now. So you can't give up on these young players, man, to get one big player. It's like sometimes you just got to wait it out. You know, so that's what that means. If I'm, if I'm, if I'm New Orleans – Unless the Lakers want to give me all these players and picks, I'm not doing that. I mean, I would just wait it out until July. Like, don't let these players, man, don't don't let a player, you know, force they force your hand to do it. That's if I'm the organization that is. But if I'm a player, it's like, yo, I gave you all I can give you. I don't feel like this is working. I don't feel like I'm, you know, I'm a. This is a good fit for me now. Like I've been here seven years and stuff like that, and it's just not working. So. Some people, some people, you just got to let them go and get what you can get out of them. But we keep forgetting Anthony Davis is still on the contract for at least a, for a, one more season with this team. So they don't have to do anything. He, you know, they can just sit them and shut them down this year and then trade them. So we'll see how that goes. Um, also, Kristaps Porzingis got traded, man, from the Knicks to the Dallas Mavericks, man. Him, Tim Hardaway Jr., Courtney Lee, and Trey Burke got traded for Dennis Smith Jr. I said this before that he was definitely on his way out. Uh, Wesley Matthews Jr., DeAndre Jordan, and potentially two first-round picks. My personal thoughts on this, a lot of people saying that Dallas finessed them and all this other stuff. I I would say you can say that, but then you're not looking at the big picture at what New York is looking at. I mean, they may strike out in this, but they're still looking at the big picture. You're taking a seven-foot-three player who's injury-prone, who just tore an ACL, who's had back problems, he's had elbow problems, he got knee problems now. He's not going to play a game this season. You got rid of him. You got rid of another big contract in um, Tim Hardaway Jr., who was on contract for, what, maybe like another two years maybe, if I'm not mistaken. 
Then you're getting rid of Courtney Lee, Trey Burke, and you're getting the guy that they should have drafted anyway in front of Nick, Nika Heek, whatever this dude's name is that played for the Knicks that you don't even see him playing no more. Harley, he don't really do much. But Dennis Smith Jr. and Wesley Matthews Jr., you know what I mean? You're getting expiring contracts with uh, Matthews, I believe, and DeAndre Jordan. Now, I don't know if they're going to buy DeAndre Jordan out, but those two picks, if they get those two picks, that's good. Expiring contracts is good because what you're doing, you're freeing up yourself for next season. You got a lot of people coming out in free agency next season. You got Klay Thompson, Kevin Durant, Boogie Cousins, um, a few other people too. Uh, so you got a lot of big names. Uh, Kyrie Irving. You got a lot of players that's going to be out, some good players. And then they still suck, so they might luck up and get one of these big-name college guys to come, you know what I'm saying, a top three pick in the college, in the draft, in the NBA draft. So they, they're, they're making moves for the future right now. So And Dallas is looking at the right now. So that's just my personal opinion on the whole sports thing. We're going to shift gears, and um, we're going to go over to the question. Now, I only got one question. At least I think I only got one question. But if I didn't, this is the one I'm going to use. Um, and this one's for the boy Reckless Fox. He asking about some stuff. I'm going to let y'all listen to that real quick, and uh, I'm going to come back with my answer. Hey, Flock. Reckless Fox here. Um, I met you and the rest of the GI at last year's e- this past year's E3. My question is more of, like, um, what are, are people looking for? So I'm about to become an English teacher, and I want to start teaching middle school. So as a father, what do parents want to see? What are parents looking for in a teacher? Uh, hopefully, I hopefully I clarified it. Hopefully, it's um, not too vague for you to answer. So, thank you very much, for, and thank you for taking the time for uh, listening to this message. All right. So, Reckless Fox wants to know um, what what do par- basically what do parents look for in a teacher? Because he's getting ready to be a teacher. First and foremost, um, congrats to you, man. That's 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 good, man. We need we need more teachers. We definitely don't need more rappers. <laughs> We need more teachers. We'll need no more rappers. We need more teachers. Um, from as, as from a from a parent standpoint, I mean, I remember what my parents uh, when I was in school, when I was in grade school and stuff like that. You you wanted, I know my parents wanted a teacher that was gonna be on us, be on me and my brother. Like they they wanted they want a teacher that's gonna be on them. Uh, you don't want a teacher. Um, I mean, if we got out of line, hell, some teachers had permission to whoop your damn kids in class. Like for real, that's that's old school right there, man. Like that's the that's why I came up. I seen some teachers whoop some ass in class before, and the parents gave him the permission to get that rule in and touch him up if he get out of pocket. So I've seen that before. Um, me personally, what I would do because I'm so like hands on with my sons, uh, I feel like. I want a teacher that actually cares because I know in the public school system, people want to say that, you know, these teachers underpaid and they don't care. Um, I did hit a, uh, the, the big Mike, I mean, big Mike killer Mike, um, interview with the breakfast club. And they were just talking about that with teachers and, uh, envy was kind of like getting in his feelings about that. But what big Mike said, I mean, I keep calling him big Mike. What the fuck? I'm not doing this shit over, bro. But killer Mike, um, he, he said that, you know, it's people that, you know, do care and stuff like that. So we, we just need teachers that care. We need teachers that care. Like when, I st- when our, our children are doing good, let them know. When they're doing bad, let them know. Let us know. Don't wait until the last week before the market period over and then all of a sudden you telling me, hey, he ain't doing so good. No, let us know. If, if the student get out of line, 
you want to know that stuff like just be hands-on and um just have an approach where you actually care because people like you just want somebody to be involved because as a parent people like to blame parents all the time for for kids not doing this or not doing that now granted some of the shit most of the stuff parents do deserve because they obviously not parenting apparently but <laughs> but i mean some stuff you just can't really help you don't know what what the situation is you know so you i mean the teachers most of the time uh with the with the child equally as long if not longer throughout throughout the day during the day with your kids than you are so that's the face that they see so much i mean so you you want to have some type of an impact a positive impact that is you don't want to be a teacher that just you know see that's why you always fail you know that's why you failing right now like, like quick to embarrass them or something like that no nah, just but we don't want the ones that's gonna handhold them either and you know giving them the answers and shit like that man make them work like i want to i want a teacher that's gonna challenge my kids that's gonna stimulate them mentally you know what i mean so have them learn and have a creative way of letting having kids learn that's that's gonna like enhance their minds like let the minds grow and just just let them allow them to be the person that that they're gonna be you know so you can always tell like i've never been a teacher but i mean most teachers can tell what kids you know are different than others like some kids you could tell they don't have good home training some kids you could tell don't have good hygiene some kids you could tell just ain't that bright let's just call it what it is and you could tell the the one or two that you'd be like this kid got all the potential in the world but don't want to show it i used to hear that all the time as a kid like one thing man about um me personally a lot of people don't know this but um when i was in like um i want to say the first or second the second grade um i i had a lot of offers this is my this is a story my mom's telling you. my mom's was never a liar my grandma actually had told me the same story too like years later and this was like after my mom was gone and all so she had told me this too like uh, my mom and my my dad had, had like this argument about putting me in like this school for like gifted kids and it was like all the way on like the north side of chicago and they was just like yo is this and it was like you know they i don't know if it was a thing with money that that it was but they were trying to put me in like this gifted i'm like what type of gift like i'm going to like Charles Xavier School for the Gifted Youth. You know what I'm saying? What the, what are y'all what are y'all trying to what were they trying to do to me here? Like, but it was like some gift, I guess, because I was like really smart, I guess. And they were like, yo, he's far, he's really advanced for you know to be in the school he's in. Cause I went to school like right down the street where where we had stayed. So, you know, it was just you know, regular public school. But yeah, so that was just one of those things like you want teachers to um to acknowledge stuff like that. And if they see that like you're doing really well like some kids like get bored like i guess that's what happened to me i got bored when the work got too easy so i started like just you know just finding other shit to you know just you know just playing or goofing off and stuff and you don't want your kids to like you want them to constantly be mentally stimulated that's all i'm saying so if you're a teacher just be like alert of the the kids that you have because not everyone's gonna learn the same way so you just gotta know how to get to get to these kids the way you get to them i know it's a lot harder now because everybody's looking down on their phones and apple watches and you know what i'm saying airpods and messing with shit like their attention spans are like goldfish now so it's it's hard to keep them invested but i just thank god like my my son i got a son that's that's 12 and another one that's eight and both of them been on the honor roll since they've been in school my 12 year old son he's been on honor roll since kindergarten so every marking period so i just thank god for that man that you know, we just try to stay on them and keep them focused. Like I don't even let them play. I don't even let my sons play the play their games and shit during the week during school week. Like 
they only play Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So, yeah. Hopefully that answered your, your question, my man. Um, I tried to be as insightful as I possibly could. That's just me personally what I what I would look for in a teacher, though, man. And congrats to you again for getting ready to become a teacher. Like I said before, we definitely need more teachers. More teachers, less rappers. God damn. Ah, swig of water for the working man once again. All right. Um, in his music, um, it's not a lot of music news. Um, Takashi Six Nine pleading guilty though, and he can actually get a minimum forty-seven year sentence. Ouch. Now this is a lot of people. A lot of y'all was calling a real nigga and a real this, and he he ain't doing this. He do it like, bro. I'm gonna tell y'all, man. If all this shit coming about, and he copping pleas and shit like that. I'm I, I'm gonna refer y'all to some shit, man. I want y'all to go watch some of these these Vlad TV um interviews where he talked to uh Freeway Freeway uh, Free God damn I can't talk fuck Freeway Ricky Ross and um and uh what's his name Lil D I think that's his name y'all will see it once you see the Freeway shit I think that's his name Lil D now these dudes are like older cats they like y'all like to call people old heads I guess they you can call them old heads or whatever but these are like some of the like the dudes that got that money out here hustling and doing all this other shit. These dudes got all they got locked up. They didn't tell. They ain't doing all this other stuff. And I'm never gonna sit here and advocate snitching and not. I'm not gonna sit here and say that. Hey, you shouldn't say something if you ain't the one that did it. Now, if you're not the one that did it, then hey, mistakes were made and you got the short end of the stick. Then it's just what it is. But my personal opinion on that. Um, 47 years, he's 22, so he's really going to be 69 when he get out. That's fucked up. <laughs> I ain't trying to laugh at him, but that's crazy. That's just ironic as hell. But um, my opinion on that, though, is, you know, he, the cage bird sings, man. Sometimes the cage bird sings, and that's all I'm going to say. If he ain't really built for the light that he been, you know, hit me with the blicky eye, you know what I'm saying, all that shit, you know, it's, then he, he probably gonna tell something, and like I said, as soon as he started talking to people, they they went after one of his uh one of his people. So you say what you want, but if, if it if it sounds like a duck and looks like a duck, walk like a duck, and it's damn near a duck. So he he probably is telling, but I got no opinion on that part either way. I just think that y'all 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 starting to see that a lot of these dudes ain't wired the way they they profess to be on these songs. So. I mean, the ones that, that keep it quiet and do their time on the low and they come home and they just they keep it moving. Them, them the real G's out here. That's all I'll say. That's why I want y'all to go check out them Vlad TV interviews with uh, Freeway Ricky and um, and Lil D. <clears throat> also, uh, Nas. Yo, we talked about this on Enlightened Sounds, me and JG. But uh, real quick, Nas uh, sold his, his Pluto TV uh, to Viacom for $340 million. I'm gonna be real with you, man. I didn't even know he was into that shit. I know he was. Uh, he had some stock and he had some some uh, shit into Lyft and some other stuff. But I didn't even know he was even a part of this shit. I know he got restaurants. Nas got his bread, yo. Like people be thinking, oh, these old washed out rappers, they old heads and they ain't got no money. And these these young rappers be out here showing their little money up against their ear. That ain't shit. Let me say this again, though. I don't think y'all understand fully. He sold Pluto TV to Viacom for three hundred and forty fucking million dollars, yo. Yes, that's all I'm gonna say. That man is winning, bruh. Winning. So when anybody try to come at these dudes, man, that you know what I'm saying, 
bruh, y'all need to stop, man. Just because they ain't putting it all up against their ear don't mean they don't have it. You know what I mean? Just because the dudes got it all up against the ear don't mean they got it. So that's probably all the money they got in the world sometimes, too. So y'all just, man, respect respect the OGs, y'all. That's all I'm saying, man. Shout out to Nas. Y'all know Nas is one of my favorites. No Nas slander will ever be tolerated around me. <laughs> for real, for real. All right, let's talk about, I'm going to give y'all, this is some real life shit, man, uh, that I had to go through recently. I don't know if y'all been, I mean, unless you've been living on a rock, y'all don't, y'all really wouldn't know this, but Chicago, y'all know I'm from Chicago, man. We had went up against some brutal weather from, what was it, from Tuesday through Friday. It was bad, bro. Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday especially. It was bad, man. It was like Wednesday, man, Wednesday, and I had to work, bro. Like, real shit. I was at work. I know some people see me tweeting. Like, I, I don't really, like, say too much. You know, I just deal with it. It was just like, it was negative 28 degrees outside, man. When I when I, when I I got up at 5 a.m., when I left out at 6 a.m. to go to work, and um, it was a real feel of negative 40. Thursday, it was negative 16. I'm going to say Friday, it was like 7 degrees. And today it got up like in the uh, got up to like 40. I started seeing some of the snow melting and shit like that when I when I left out earlier. Um, and tomorrow, which is Sunday, it's supposed to hit like 50 degrees. Now y'all do the math on that, man. That's like a 70 degree turnaround, at least a 70 degree turnaround from negative 28 to like 52 degrees. That's a negative. That's like a set. <laughs> that's crazy. That's a how does that happen, man? So, I know I had a lot of people that were, like, tweeting and shit at me and stuff. They would, like, add me, like, yo, pray for my boy Flock. He in Chicago dealing with this stuff like this. Pray for my boy Ethos. He in Detroit dealing with it, too. I I was never, I'm never the type that, you know what I'm saying, that's going to sit and harp on what I'm dealing with and shit like that. Because it was rough. Don't get me wrong. That shit was hard, man. Especially for, like, for people. Like, I just recently seen some stuff about an elderly man that worked for FedEx. He died in that fucking cold working him why why is he out there i'll never know who allowed him to work in that shit that person needs to be held accountable that, that person should be, should be charged with fucking manslaughter real shit but because I, I i wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy man they'll have to work in that shit but i was you know i had to work so it was just what it was and for people that work and have to be outside and you know saying shit like that like myself not always out there in it but at least have to be outdoors riding around and then have to hop out and be out there in that shit for a minute or two that shit is crazy so my thing was i was just like look i appreciated everybody even if those of you are listening was sending those well wishes and shit man i i appreciated that but i mean the fact that i had you know when i got home that day when i got home and i had like running water and i still had you know heat in my house and you know i still had lights you know electricity and, and internet and shit that i that i need to go on with my everyday deal when i got home i mean i was fine you know what i mean i prayed for the people that were homeless you know and i prayed for the people who didn't have heat in their homes and and stuff like that because you'd be surprised like some of these people some people's living conditions right now because it's it's just a crazy time right now so in that instance man i try to count my blessings and not my problems so to that and then i did see some uh some news report that some lady had charged uh, a bunch of rooms on her american express card to get some homeless people out of like by uh, by the expressway and they they put she put them in uh in hotels for like two days or something like that and i know that's hella expensive kudos to that lady for doing that man because you don't see a lot of that 
you just don't, man. It, it was brutal. Right? When I say it was bad, it was bad. Like breathing was, was breathing, being out there for longer than two or three minutes, yo. Like that's like I sat a cup, I sat a, a bottle of water outside, and I sat I, I sat right next to it because I knew I had about a good ten minutes before I had anything to do. And eight minutes and twenty two seconds, that shit was frozen solid. I couldn't make this up, y'all. So imagine what that'll do to your body. <laughs> for real and that and the, the water the water was actually still kind of cold when i sat it out there so yeah i mean not cold it was still warm it was lukewarm not cold it was lukewarm when i sat it out there it wasn't even that cold it was like lukewarm but um all right let's go over to this gaming thing right we're gonna switch gears into gaming uh not a whole lot but i do got a little bit of stuff to talk about with this gaming thing now a lot of you may not know but my homies jg tbh ethos and nomad all part of gi they got a chance to partake in the anthem event a couple of weeks ago due to you know with the ea game changers program so you know they came back with some exclusive footage that they really couldn't talk about until they lifted an embargo on it and they've been releasing videos and stuff on that with the game anthem this is just one of those games that we've all been looking forward to uh to playing one of those games that we like yo let's get on this when it comes out and hopefully everything is good um the anthem vip demo uh went public last week and uh the public demo um was just out uh starting what was it friday uh so my personal opinion on that and i'm gonna be pro uh honest with y'all it was it was good and bad at the same time i think it looked visually it looked really good I think um, the verticality, I liked on it a lot with the flying around, the mechanics look good, everything looks smooth. I think it, it does have a, a Warframe and Destiny had a baby type feel with it with certain things. It does have that 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 vibe to it. The fact that there's no PVP, hopefully they put that in there later. I thought that would be an issue, but I mean, straight out the gate, I wouldn't have a problem with the way it plays. Um, I did have some issues. Um, I mean, that, that final boss, which was the loading screen, beat us every time. <laughs> Sometimes the loading screen, you get stuck at that 90% at the loading screen, and you be sitting there looking like, okay, damn, I'm stuck. And you have to restart the whole thing. Because last week I played it on PC on Origin, which I'm not a fan of. I think Origin is like the absolute worst PC gaming outlet ever. I just, EA, I don't know why, man. It's just horrible like that shit was put together by monkeys bro like i just don't like origin bro it just sucks i couldn't even send friend requests to siggy and steven like i'm like what is going on here yo like how are we not how am i able to do this on the original xbox live in like 2003 but i can't do it right now like 2000 man come on fam like for real but um ps4 i played it and uh we were getting kicked out a lot during uh during missions and shit like that like the game was just like i had this glitch where i was like in the air i was playing a storm and i was in the air and i'm just like shooting it's giving me that shooting motion but i don't have a gun in my hand it was just like stick you know the old movies where they like stick them up and they got a finger in the shirt stick them up that's kind of like what my what my what my character was doing man that shit was like it was a hoax like i had been duped like i got hoodwinked it was crazy man so I was streaming that, so it was, it was crazy. So y'all can definitely check that out on a. Somebody clipped it, me streaming. So if you watch me on Twitch, check that shit out. 
Uh, so that's my honest opinion on, on Anthem right now. It's definitely one of my most anticipated games of the year. Probably my most anticipated game that I'm looking forward to this year. But it's a technical mess. I mean, and what's crazy is it, 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 it what's crazy is it actually looks, well, I won't say look, because of course PC, the PC graphics are going to be unmatched, but it looks better, like the way it moves and everything, you know, it's, it's not as, as glitchy and shit on PS4 as it is on PC. So I know some people going going to differ from what I have to say, but this is just me stating what I went through. So hopefully, you know, you ain't too butthurt about how I feel. All right. Uh, I want to get on some stuff about uh, some of this Internet mentality, man. There's some shit I've been wanting to talk about, like, for a while, and I've been debating whether I wanted to even get on that shit. But y'all know what this is, man. Y'all know the name of this shit, Unfiltered Facts. So I'm going to do it. And, and hopefully, like, nobody gets mad, you know what I'm saying? You know, I don't really give a shit. But even the people that I mentioned that I'm cool with, they ain't want me to say nothing about this shit. I don't give a shit either. So if any of y'all mad that I'm cool with, I don't give a shit because it needs to be it needs to be brought up. Um, my boy JG. JG posted a pic, right, of all of them at the Anthem event that I mentioned earlier uh, at EA. It had And someone had the nerve on uh, Instagram to to call him a sellout. Him, them, us. They had the nerve to call him a sellout. And I'm like, why would you call this man a sellout? Because he's at an event. I don't get it. That's like the biggest crock of shit that I can think of. Because people that have that la- that logic, uh, that bad logic, that when someone do- does something and had the opportunity to have a bigger platform or, you know, saying something like that, instead of pigeonholing the same shit forever just to get clowned for it, then I guess he or she is labeled as a sellout. You know what I'm saying? Like, they do the same shit with TBH. When TBAs do sponsored things and stuff like that, and you know what I mean, it's like we we trying to do different shit, right? You know what I mean? We we not trying to be like some of these other gaming podcast people that you know they don't do shit. They just they just sit in and Google Hangout and, and talk shit and you know and, and jerk off with with their e penis about who got the most trophies and all this other shit. They talk about a lot of shit that no one cares about. Like we not exposing each other and trying to expose people that we work with. We just trying to be better. And we getting these brand deals and shit like that because I thought the whole name of the game was to do this shit. And the fact that all of us are people of color that that are doing it, and I don't like to bring bring up the race thing, but it is harder. It's definitely hard. It's harder to get noticed. It's harder to get accepted. You know what I mean? It's like it's a lot of shit. Like it's a lot of shit. Like when people change their names for branding purposes and stuff like that, people want to call you a sellout. You know what I mean? It's like yo, I remember when TBS was Modern War Negro. You should have you shouldn't have changed like, bruh. Look at some of these dudes that's, you know, saying that's out here still making YouTube videos, still playing GTA 5, still uh, trying to do trolling videos and nigga this, nigga that videos. And they still in the same spot. They still in the same spot. And eventually everybody's views on YouTube are going to drop, man. It's just what it is. YouTube is just not what it used to be. So instead of us pigeonholing and shit, we kind of like taking another lane. And doing other things and the fact that we we're like coupling up with some of these brands and shit like that embrace that shit because that can be good for something that you may want to do in the future and you can be like yo gi doing this shit man maybe i can do this shit now so a lot of people for people to have that 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 mentality to think that you know oh you a fool because y'all trying to better yourselves basically what you're saying is we stupid for trying to better ourselves i don't get it the shit is corny and these these are the same niggas that never lead a, that's never left a neighborhood, let alone a state 
that they live in. It's just really fucking weird, bro. And that shit is real corny. Like, don't get mad because somebody else is doing something else. Like, for real. Like, I'm going to be real with y'all. This podcast, eventually y'all going to hear ads and shit popping in here with me plugging something. You know what I'm saying? For shit like, you know, whatever. Because I got sponsored opportunities on this shit. And I'm going to do it. And you may hear it on this episode. So, if you do, don't don't call me a sellout. I don't give a shit. You can call me what you want. But I'm going to tell you, kiss my motherfucking ass. I'm trying to get money, bro. I don't give a fuck what nobody's saying. That, at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. If it ain't about a buck, who gives a fuck? For real. And so, with that being said, um, it's like, all right, another example. Let's take an athlete. Let's take an athlete or a rapper. This athlete or this rapper is from the project. Let's say he's from Queensbridge. You know what I'm saying, son? Let's say he's from Queensbridge, New York. You know what I'm saying? From Queensbridge Projects in Queens, New York. This dude leaves the hood, right? Let's say he gets big. He leaves the hood. Everybody like, oh, you too good. You you too good for the hood. You left. You a sellout. You doing us this. You ain't from here no more. You went to you went moved to you went moved to to the to the Hamptons or some shit like that. You done got rich and moved and blah, blah, blah. like okay. Next scenario. Let's say that same athlete or rapper or whatever gets big and he stays in the hood. Still stays there in the hood that he grew up in. You know what that shit gonna look like? That shit gonna look like a piece of steak in front of a pack of fucking wolves. Because them same dudes that claim you you got all this love for, that claim they fuck with you and shit, the second they see you coming and they think they can get something about you, what they gonna do? They gonna extort you, they gonna rob you, and they might even kill your ass if you ain't you ain't giving them what they asking for. So that that whole mentality about people, you know, trying to better themselves man that shit is fucking corny because if you stay you damn if you do it you damn if you don't don't go out your way trying to make people happy because why because you can't make everybody fucking happy at the end of the day it's about you i mean like what that man say you wasn't with me shooting in the gym i don't owe you motherfuckers nothing you know what i'm saying now if i got it where i can come back and give back to the community yes i'm gonna do that but i don't owe you shit to be still staying here with you you motherfuckers i really don't you know what i'm saying if i leave good if I stay, you motherfuckers gonna try to rob me any fucking way. So why should I? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that bullshit mentality that a lot of motherfuckers be having, man. That's that's a bullshit nigga mentality, bro. It really is. So, alright. I got another um <laughs> I really don't know if I should talk about this shit, but I am. I really didn't want to, cause this this got something to do with some internet shit too. Um now we we talk talk about you know us and GI we you know we do our things you know we try to stay out of drama and shit like that but I'm gonna be real with y'all man we've had our drama in the past with some people um, dealing with people like some idiots that claim to be and I'm using the quotation fingers supporters and you know, these same people tried to tell us what to do and how we should do it and then even tried to tell us that if we didn't change this and we didn't change that by this time that they wasn't gonna support us no more it's like a group of twenty fucking idiots bro like. We used to, we had this thing like we always like it was a running joke where we like didn't address it or didn't acknowledge that we had this Reddit that we had and we also had like a sub Discord before the one we got now and um and it was ran by other people we were never in there like we were like legit never in there so it was like we didn't give a shit what these people did and I guess they were like in their feelings because I, I don't know if they thought we were supposed to come in there and talk to them I don't know if they thought that shit was like rent a friend or or what like we were supposed to be their friends or some shit. Because they came in a couple people's streams. I didn't get it. I, I wasn't fucking with them. So I didn't really get two shits. Um, but a lot of people like 
was like in their feelings. And I'm not gonna lie, I blame JG because JG did the shit, um, opened up a can of worms, asking like little shit that they thought we could change and stuff like that. And when I tell y'all, man, the fucking floodgates went out the roof, bro. People that I never seen before in my life tried to come in and tell us how we needed to change this. And if y'all gonna be a business, y'all should do this. And people were saying shit about, oh, TBH, TBH is this, and he he can be a hypocrite at times and shit like that. And you know, flock flock come off as like an asshole but when i talked to him and when i talked to him and uh what you call it he was a down-to-earth cool ass dude and shit like that. It's like it's impossible to take niggas serious bro that's why i always say man i don't kill myself trying to make nobody happy bro if it ain't my sons or my grandmother i'm the only people i got in this world that i give two shits about whether they like me or not in this world bro for real like it's a lot of fake ass people out here man like we heard that shit and i was just like legit like la it was so comical i'm like this is the shit we this is the shit we got to deal with bro like and like these dudes these motherfuckers went out they way bro i'm telling you they went out they way to like talk shit about it because we basically was like man fuck y'all y'all don't fuck with us you know what i'm saying all right that's cool we, we i agree that this probably should change this should probably should change but ain't nobody about to tell us we got x amount of time to do this shit and people and we even had some some stupid bitch like i i don't even watch y'all no more i don't even watch you guys anymore but here's the ways you can improve i'm like bitch if you don't shut the fuck up like that's just how i felt bro like real shit i'm like i was just like man motherfuckers got in their feelings you know what i mean it was it was just some it was just some some crazy shit we like you know what fuck this reddit bro shut this motherfucker down i ain't trying to deal with that shit because it, it it just took it took drama but to bring a bunch of people that claim they fuck with us to come out and just tell us basically, you know, oh, we trying to do this. They, oh, we need you guys to be more transparent. About what? We not going to tell you motherfuckers everything we doing because everything we do is not your fucking business. Like, it's a difference between being transparent and telling you all somebody's business, telling you all our business. Like, if we got some shit going on, we trying to do some shit, we got some shit coming up, or we making some plans to do this, you all will know. In the meantime, between time, we don't owe you shit. We don't owe you to come in there and talk to shit. Then we go in the motherfuckers. We go in the fucking Discord with these motherfuckers. And all you see is hentai and all types of crazy shit. And I'm like, man, listen, bro. This is the shit y'all want me to come in here. This is why I'm, this is why I'm always busy right now, bro. This is why I always don't want to talk to people. I don't like people, bro. That's, that's why it's always like that with me, bro. It's like, fuck them, but... Yeah, man, it was a lot of fucking little idiots and shit. And they still, to this day, they they, they sit in their little Discord and they talk about us all day. Because they ain't got no life, bro. So that's what... So I just call them the lonely niggas. That's what they do. They lonely. They sit in there and they talk about us all day. They got shrines and shit. Niggas make their little memes and shit. That's what make them happy, man. More power to you, fuckers. But these are some of the same people that told us we wasn't going to do shit. We wasn't going to be shit. And look at us now, man. We... Them niggas was just in fucking switch, whatever the fuck they was in, man. Niggas is cross country, cross the fucking world now, doing shit. And these other motherfuckers that y'all claim, you know, say they like to, they tried to call us corny and weak and whatever and shit. Them niggas still ain't went nowhere. These are same, and those are some of the same people that have been threatening us, talking about they gonna pull up on us at E3 and EA Play and all that shit. And these, we there every year, and these niggas never leave the porch. That's why I say internet people, bro. Internet fucking weirdos, man. Fuck all of them. But shout out to the people that's in our Discord now, man. All them, all them motherfuckers are cool as shit, man. I get, like, it's a lot of fake ass people, though. Like, 
um, I get that shit all the time on like Twitch and certain people's uh, Twitch channel. Like if I go on Asia stream or JG stream or TBH stream, you see some people like, yo, what's good? Flog, what's going on? I'm like, nigga, you don't fuck with me. Don't be the motherfucker that'll talk shit about you behind your back. But then when they see you, like everything is all peace. Like, that's why like, I don't even acknowledge the motherfucker. Like, nigga, you don't fuck with me. When I stream, nigga, you ain't never in there. So don't act like you fuck with me now. Keep it pushing, nigga. Just not like me and keep it going. Don't pretend like you fuck with me. You really don't. But shout out to the people that's in the Discord now, because all of them are cool as shit, man. Shout out to y'all. Um, in closing, man, I'm going to get ready. Well, just about. My last thing I did uh, allude to this, talk about a movie suggestion. This is some shit I'm going to add to the podcast, man, every time. Uh, it could be a movie that I think is a great movie. It could be a cult classic. It could be a guilty pleasure movie of mine, a hood movie. It's a movie that you think only white people like or only Asian people are like, only Hispanic people are like. I don't give a shit. It's, if it's a movie that I that I watch more than once, then I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say I think y'all should check this out. Let me know what let me know what you think of the of the movie. Uh, this movie I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna refer to y'all this time. It's called I just watched it the other day. I just watched it on like Thursday because I said I was not leaving the fucking house on Thursday, man. Uh, but I still ended up picking my kids up because they didn't have school. So I picked them up and had to whip. But I said I was not leaving the house after that. So I watched this movie. It's called Two G's and a Key. Yeah, it, it's it's as bad as it sounds, bro. <laughs> this movie came out in like 2000, man. This was one of the movies that it would come on on cable late at night or some shit. And every time it came on, I would watch that shit. And this movie was not good. It wasn't good at all. It was some bad acting. It was some bad uh, directing. You seen some some bullshit that was going on throughout the movie. You would catch, if you like a movie buff, you would see so many errors in the movie and shit like that. You would see some funny shit, but it was just one of those movies that every time it came on, I would watch it. Then I just watched it because it's actually on YouTube. Like you could type it in on YouTube right now, and that movie would come up. Cause I got like a, a hidden thing, a hidden playlist of like movies that's on YouTube that I, that I actually will watch, and I just watch them on YouTube because I don't own them. And I said I was going to get that movie on DVD, but I still haven't gotten it. But, yeah, two G's in a key. Um, it's basically about a um, a dude that, I guess he got locked up. And the time he got out of jail, the second he got out of jail, he had motherfuckers looking for him because he stiffed some dealer for 20 grand. And it's just been, then his boy who, who's selling dope, you know what I'm saying, who's who like a, a dope runner for some big-time drug dealer, he got him a job with him and, first day on a job he fucking up and skimming a key that he's supposed to be delivering just to, to, just to get with some chick and through the whole movie he was just doing dumb shit and I ain't gonna tell the whole movie but yeah it was just it was just one of those movies man just you have to watch it to see it though man it's just one of the movies like I it's not a good movie but for some reason every time it came on I watched that shit bro for real um so y'all can hear that music man y'all know what that mean we are coming to the end it sounds so eloquent, don't you agree? Um, big ups to everybody, man, that's been supporting this podcast. I want y'all to not only support this podcast, make sure, please make sure to uh, check out everybody's podcast that's in the GI. That's the GI podcast, Hokage Thoughts, the Triple Threat, Enlightened Sounds. Siggy Guns got some new shit coming called Money Talks. He's working on that. I was, you know, saying just talking to him about that shit earlier. So he's definitely in the works on getting that off the ground. Um, y'all want to get at me, man, on social media. You can hit me up on Twitter at Flock2K. Um, YouTube, 
when I do upload, man. I, I'm not gonna lie. I gotta get back to uploading on YouTube. YouTube, YouTube.com uh, slash leader of the flock. Instagram is um, flock.leader. And Twitch, uh, holler at me on Twitch, man, when I'm streaming. Leader of the flock. So, with that being said, I appreciate everybody that came through, man. I thoroughly, man, I am humbly, you know what I'm saying, grateful for everybody that support this shit. Continue to support, man, all the different ways you can support. Please, man, consider doing that. And I'm Flock, man, and I'm out of y'all. I'm out, y'all, man. Hopefully, y'all enjoyed this shit. I'll see y'all on episode four, man. Peace.